to wrap up. If you want to brass some Carson Sestouli, this is Fingers Audio, my guest on this edition of Fingers Audio, making his monthly appearance in the program, what is roughly a monthly appearance, to contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, and a man who lacks contempt for himself only because he's too exhausted to feel anything, is Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest on this edition of the program. And uh, as with every uh, one of Mr. Perry's appearances on the program, this one is preceded by a disclaimer. A disclaimer as follows. If you have come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in those electronic pages, do not continue. Do not continue. Uh, please instead listen to uh, episodes featuring, for example, Hardball Times Managing Editor Meg Rowley, Great Hall of Fame Authority Jay Jaffe, a recent episode featuring Craig Edwards, for example, or alternatively, uh, either Effectively Wild or Ump, the untitled McDonaghan Project featuring Eric Longenhagen and Kyla McDaniel, which they discuss prospects at great length and in great depth. No, uh, instead what you're about to find here is a chronicle of a man whose greatest pleasure is to observe as the construction of a pedestrian island slowly unfolds near his Chicago condominium. And yet that has somehow produced an hour's worth of content, an hour's worth of content to follow. Before we get to that content, however, it is both my pleasure and also my professional obligation to announce that Fangraphs memberships exist for reasonable sum, readers of Fangraphs.com can support the great work that appears in those electronic pages and for a slightly less reasonable sum. Not unreasonable, but slightly less reasonable. Those same readers can acquire what is known as an ad-free membership, which allows them to browse Fangraphs.com without the burden of banner ads, liberating one uh, from the tyranny of advertising, the distortive effects and also the tyranny, the emotional tyranny, and also the distortive effects and perhaps the intellectual tyranny and also the distortive effects of advertising. It's Fangraphs membership and ad-free membership available only at Fangraphs.com. With that advertisement now complete, we will move on to our experiment in misery. What is it? It is Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? Contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. First thought, best thought? I believe it was. Uh, I believe it is a point of reference used by poets sometimes, uh, who would like to do some a- automatic writing. They would like to perform some automatic writing. Mm. I think it's a. It's intended to liberate the writer. All right, fair enough. But not every. Uh, not every writer really ought to be liberated. I mean, we'll be doing a bunch of these podcasts going forward, so we can always talk about that in a later episode. Hmm. Right. Yeah. You don't foresee any reason we won't be doing these anymore, do you? I mean, I foresee a lot of reasons why we wouldn't be doing them. For example, I believe that death is imminent. Okay, fair enough. Are you not af- afraid of your own mortality, Dane? The fact I that mean, you know, sure, it's not something I necessarily look forward to. Lurk- lurking around the corner? Eh, several corners away. Have you had any scrapes, Dane, with death? Scrapes with death? Yeah. Had a bad bike accident. Where was that? Almost drowned. Ooh. Let's see what else. There was the one time, remember, when you saved, <clears throat> you saved your your brother fell into uh, an icy pond, uh-huh. and then when you grew up, you took over the family mortgage company, and he yeah. was able to travel. That's right. Remember, yeah. and yeah. then remember, you you cursed your life. Uh huh. You said it would have been better if I'd never been born at all. Right. And then you hurled yourself off a bridge. Ah, Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Dickens. Classic. Ah, you're Dickens in me again. Yeah. <laughs> Dickensian. I know it's a stilly. 
Do you are do you kind of consider yourself the Jimmy Stewart of modern baseball writing? <laughs> I, Jimmy, I'm not. I'm not wholesome. I'm, I'm not wholesome. Jimmy Stewart was wholesome. He was wholesome. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was good. I watched uh, when I was in high school. I had the pleasure of taking a high school film class, and uh, w- that was the first time I ever saw the man who shot Liberty Valance. Did you ever see that one? I have seen that one. Yeah, yeah that was, and that is, uh, I, it's the sort of film. Well, um, Stooley, I enjoy a western. Yeah, yeah. I think that I might is a it John Ford. John Ford. I don't even know. I think. Yeah, I think he was responsible for a lot of those studio westerns that are now uh that have been well yeah I, i'm aware of his history i don't know if he directed that exact yeah, one i don't know that was a clash of uh the east and the west because i think stewart played the i don't know if he was a senator or something like that sketching up on some tweets here while you're talking <laughs> john wade played the uh the old you know he was a symbol of the old times yeah sure when, all right when things well, were enough wild. about that obviously when things were wild dane nobody cares you know what i was thinking about you i said I said, uh, I says to myself, Dane, I says, Dane must be tickled. Oh, God. Every day. Every day. He wakes up in the cradle of uh-huh. comedy improvisation. No. <laughs> I say he wakes, he's got Second City, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. Olympic. And, and I assume, Dane, I have to assume that, yeah. you know, every weekend, you know, or at least once a month, you and the wife, you go down and you enjoy some improv comedy. I consider myself a leading patron of improv <laughs> comedy. And I don't need to tell you, I, I'm there whenever the doors are open. Mm-hmm. I particularly enjoy jokes that entail a story as set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of those. Classic you know, Dane Perry. I can't get enough stand-up and improv comedy. Mm-hmm. I and think we all know that. You're there. You're nestled in the cradle. It's the- absolutely an art I respect. <laughs> what is an art you respect, Dane? If 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 pressed, honestly, pretty much every every one of them except stand up comedy. <laughs> no, I have one. Um, I have a couple for you that you. Stand up should- comedy is like a reading of something I would never want to read. Like going to going to a reading, right? I think I think readings are those are tough typically. Uh, I'm sure that there are people who handle them well. Right. One one flaw of a reading immediately um, you could tell is if they are not serving libations before the event. Yeah, you do. You do. do. You need some lubricant. Yes, you do. You yeah. do. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's always a frustrating thing. I I think that the unspoken truth of a reading is, hey, I know how to read. Yeah. You know, you're sitting in the audience, but you yourself know how to read. I did. Yeah. 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 I've read this. Why I'll tell I you. Hear, why do I need to hear this person read it? I will, I will inform you about an, an art form that requires more effort okay. than stand-up comedy. All right. That requires many more years of expertise and study. Spoken word? Then, no. Then that... And yet... You, I respect yet, spoken word a lot more than stand up, by the way. And yet, it's even harder to 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 consume. Okay. Than stand up comedy. The setup is done. Go ahead. We got. It is an art form known as the enamel. Enamel. I don't know what that is. And exactly, I did not know what what it was either. <laughs> but a few years ago, before the birth of our lovely and time consuming child, my wife yes. and I 
Uh, we're in a town called Limoges, which is in the middle of France. And uh, okay. we were visiting some nice folks, some older folks. Was your wife with child at this point? No, she wasn't. No, this was even before that. But um, we visited some very sweet folks, but they were older. And they wanted to show off Limoges. Uh-huh. Um, so um, we were brought to a number of little shops that sell enamel. And it's hard to even explain. It's it's wearying. It, the explanation is wearying. <laughs> yeah. You don't deserve I, it. I, I can confirm that I'm weary of the story. Yeah, you don't deserve it. Yeah. Our listeners certainly don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. And we were just led around all day. And um, so it, is it like Scrimshaw, where they're just making something out of a specific material? I get you know. It's just it's enamel. It's enamel. <laughs> and I say, still, you, it sounds like you transported yourself back. It's still, I still don't know what it is. No, I was led around all day walking around. What, what is uh, otherwise a very, like a nice, well, uh, well-appointed town. Uh-huh. But just look, going to these little shops and looking at things. Uh, these works on which people had painstakingly, had painstakingly crafted over day, you know, days, months, years. Uh-huh. And it just had no emotional resonance whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the equivalent of French pawn shops? No, these things were quite expensive. These items. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you did you feel the need to buy one to keep up appearances? <laughs> no. Well, I had this. I had one advantage, which was that um, I also did not understand what uh, what the couple were saying. So okay. my, <laughs> this sounds like a great day. My wife had to. Uh, she had to carry a lot of. Well, we both had our own burdens. She had to. Right. She her burden was having to feign interest. Uh huh. And then my burden was having – I was essentially rendered – now, listen, if you're born deaf, I think that's probably fine, right? You say, oh, I've always been deaf and right. this is just how I uh, can – you know, this is how I move through the world. Sure. It, it, I'm, I'm guessing – and I don't know, but I'm guessing it, it doesn't even necessarily feel like a disability. However, if you've, if you've known how to hear and then you are rendered deaf, deaf by like an accident or something or by age or whatever then obviously there are there there will be some period of adjustment and things will be difficult at the beginning and so but so i was essentially rendered you know deaf and mute because i didn't i don't i didn't know french that well and so i was being it's it's weird being explained being described to you the most boring thing in a language you don't understand it was uh it was a challenge that sounds like for everyone involved i would not enjoy uh no now, have you ever said when your lovely wife is having a bad day? Yeah. Have you ever said like it's not as bad as that day in France? Yeah, I wish it should be a reference point. You're exactly okay. right. You've you've happened on it. But I will say, uh, and I don't know if this, I don't think this is unique to my wife as as far as other people go. I find that when she has had a bad day, she does not, she doesn't necessarily want it, it want it thrust into a. A larger context. Uh, she wants her the badness of her day to be honored, and I am happy to honor it, Dane. We all need that honor. Yeah, yeah. 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 You you ever have bad days, Dane? Sure. Hmm. Every day's better than the next. One day's better than the next. Every day's better than the next. <laughs> Every day is better than the next. <laughs> In sequential order, just like that. Yeah, yeah. It's sl- sliding scale, perfect uh-huh. linear. Yeah. <laughs> Until, uh, I, what will, will the la- will the last one just be ecstatic then? No, the first one. The Every f- day's better than the next. Every day 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Not every day is better than the one that preceded it. You're saying every day. You're saying every day. It steadily gets worse. Steadily gets worse. That's all that means. Yeah. Every day is steadily getting worse. (sighs) Yeah. How did you get into a lesser ivy with that kind of thing? (laughs) It's uh, it was a a mid-tier ivy at worst, Dane. Less lesser. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's you know what? It's no Mississippi College. Got that right, motherfucker. <laughs> I was uh, discussing how little there was to do at my school that we would often play risk. Play That's a lot not of a risk. Bit. Played a lot of risk in college. That's not a bad Which way prompted play. me to, yesterday, mm-hmm. conduct an internet search. Hot bot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Whether there is such a thing as a risk app. And lo, <laughs> comma, behold, there is. <laughs> It now has a home on my cellular telephone. <laughs> I have not yet played it, but I have plans, Sestuli. Dane, do you have a su- sufficiently robust data plan to allow you to play Risk? I do. You do, okay. I have the unlimited data boost plan. <laughs> use boost. I use Boost Mobile. Uh-huh, that's right. It's the uh, plan favored by Dane Perry... Yes. And drug dealers. I have been a boost user for more than a decade. This, this it's is obviously a... it's obviously increased as a brand. Yeah. In the early days, yeah. I stood alone. This this is this edition of Fangraphs Audio is brought to you by Boost. <laughs> boost. <laughs> boost. Do you do you have credit? Don't don't try boost then. <laughs> Go elsewhere. <laughs> Actually, Chicago was home of some of my f- my favorite credit related. Um, there was just like channels. My wife lived there for a while, and she and her roommates had cable. And you just go cable, but like in Chicago, there's just these channels. They're like the um, they're like the purgatory of television. Right. They're they're, te- yeah. they're technically broadcasting content all day, but it's not like a channel like you recognize. And there would sometimes just be these like. Very haphazardly produced auto dealer commercials. Right. And the line I remember is, good credit, bad credit, no credit. Come on down and buy this most expensive car. (laughs) Come on down and let us usher you through a bad decision. (laughs) This was before, what, 2008? When did our entire economy collapse? Was that 2008? It was 2008. yeah. Yeah. It was before 2008. Right, or just just in time for my book to come out. Is that did it? <laughs> I mean, I assume sales figures would not have been robust anyway. Yeah, but that certainly uh, certainly ensured I would not make it worth their while. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, bud. did you uh, did you see any Peter Francis Geraci commercials? No, tell me uh, tell me more. He's a ubiquitous attorney. Peter Francis Teresi? Geraci. Geraci. Okay. Peter Francis Geraci. And what sort of... G-E-R-A-C-I. Okay. And what sort of... Uh, In case you're Googling along at home. I Yeah. Oh, that's happening. Now, yeah. what could uh, what kind of services uh, will... I, I You know what? I've never paid close attention to his commercials. I assume he's personal injury, mm-hmm. but I'm not positive. But he's, his commercials are just constant, especially during any sort of local sporting event. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, He's he's also one of these attorneys with like twelve offices. Are are they all in the Chicago land area? Uh, there are some in the city, and all of them are in the Chicago land area. Yes, okay. 
Where does and the, I, where do, I that... happened upon one. Just do it. <laughs> I was going to visit a friend who uh-huh. lives uh, way west in the city, mm-hmm. and I was walking to the bus stop to come home. Yeah, and I passed what looked like a Taco Bell, but upon seeing the sign. It had been repurposed into a Peter Francis Geraci satellite office. <laughs> it was a. It was plainly a fallen Taco Bell, <laughs> and I thought, God Almighty, would I do business with an attorney who runs his operation out of a out of a demised Taco Bell? If if forced, Dane, you know, like um. Uh, like a, like a sociologist might be, if forced to draw some conclusions about the neighborhood based on the fact that, A, it was unable to sustain a Taco Bell, but B, has has been has been attractive to, uh, I guess, a noted personal injury attorney. People, people in this neighborhood are too injured to buy Mexican food. <laughs> that is the only conclusion. Mm. Now, I don't think it officially counts as a slur, Dane, but I do think that there are probably uh, some... I who, should call it Tex-Mex or something. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Fa- I, let's just say fast food. How about that? Yeah, I think fast food is probably smart. Uh, I mean, that's like, I think it's probably... I don't know. Don't you think it's... I, real, I realize it's not... Uh, yes. Don't you think it's somewhat... I mean, it's offensive to the burger even when you say to, to uh, say that a McDonald's cheeseburger, for example, is of the same species as uh, some of your better burgers? Are you, are you a burger man, a, Dane? Are you trying to say it's not a burger? I, it is technically a burger. But if you okay. if you had a vested interest in, in cheeseburgers, wouldn't you want to ensure that uh, that your product was not placed into the same category as a McDonald's? That's still a burger. I understand that. I mean, there's, a, there's a continuum. It's a, yeah, it's a continuum. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But that that's not, it's not an apt comparison to what I did. What I did was worse. <laughs> What I did was worse, the Dane Perry story. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you ever find yourself... Probably not, but go ahead. With only the most innocent of motives, attempting to look something up on the internet, and then uh, it's like 45 minutes later, finding yourself watch, <laughs> watching uh, Pistons Celtics game highlights from a random 1997 game. I, yeah. Yeah. I do let... Uh... Occasionally, I'll allow NBA Network to usher me back through the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see anything good? You see anything worth your while back then? I believe over the summer, I saw some Kelly Trapuca <laughs> action. Yeah. So there's that. If you if you were born with the name Kelly Trapuca, don't you think that if you had designs on becoming a great NBA player, wouldn't you want a name change, maybe? I, I don't know, man. That's a solid name. That sounds like that sounds like a kid down the block will knock the f- you, <laughs> dude. Don't f- kill the Trapuca. Trapuca. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What did what what was Trapuca's significance to you? Oh no, everybody scattered. Trapuca's coming. <laughs> He's six six. He could he had uh, he could shoot. He could shoot the rock. He could shoot the rock. Yeah. He had some good seasons. Yeah, he was seeking ball, man. Did he go to Notre Dame? I want to say he went to Notre Dame. You did, yeah, you're exactly right. He went to Notre right. Dame. He, uh, yeah, he had some strong seasons. Kelly Trapuca Power Hour. 
certainly got our podcast title for this episode. Did you? Uh, were you obviously ever... one of many episodes to come? No reason we'll stop this. No, I don't see. <laughs> what? Um, Just I a mean, little nervous there. Kelly Trapuca's stat line contains multitudes. We could tell you that right away. It appears as though he was. Uh, well, something. I don't know. Did something happen? I don't know. Well, he scored a lot of points for some early '80s Pistons teams. He went to Utah, where he did not get the same sort of run, and then he yeah. played for. Uh, it looks like the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, I hope to God that he had a. What was that? What was that late '80s? What was that late '80s uh, basketball deck? The basketball trading card <sighs> that came out. Oh, I don't Studio know. or something? Oh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was uh, it was beautiful. Some I, I hope someone's shouting at home. J.R. Reed at any point. What's that? Was he teammates with J.R. Reed? <laughs> oh, yeah, and maybe uh, Rex, Rex, Rex Chapman, Rex Chapman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I bet there's some. Yeah, there's some good ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Larry Johnson. Oh man, I love that UNLV team. <laughs> did you did you appreciate it for how watching it? You would have been more aware of these things than I was. Were you like, this is obviously corrupt? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I also kind of like, I never bought into the uh, clean program, dirty program delineations that were very common back then and still are. Not important for you? I mean, get the f*** out of here. Duke's cheating like hell right now. Whoa. Whoa. Allegedly, Dane. Coach K is a eating cheater. <laughs> How about that? Anyway, uh-huh. I loved that UNLV team. And I was, <laughs> and I watched, I almost came to blows with a friend of mine when they lost to Duke. Mm-hmm. He was for Duke. And I have hated Duke for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate Duke, but as I recently commented, they should, they should present me something at halftime of a game. I've hated them for so long. <laughs> I hated them. Like what cemented it was in the 1986 final against Louisville. Mm-hmm. Louisville won in a hotly contested match, and face Danny Ferry clotheslines a Louisville player on the final play of the yeah. game. Yeah, and I had already hated Danny Ferry, and they still carried with them this reputation of just this classy program. I would invite my listeners, I would invite my listeners, not yours, mine, <laughs> to dial up via yeah. either the internet or boost mobile service the final play of the 1986 NCAA Finals, and you will see Danny Ferry clothesline this player. Now, it should be, it should, to be fair to you, Dane, yeah. you're not actually calling Danny Ferry face. That's actually on his... <laughs> that's actually on, if you, if you look, that, that's on his birth certificate. Yes, correct. I'm just I'm yeah. just calling out his entire name. Yeah. It's yeah. and 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 before anyone gets bent out of shape, yeah, that is to be fair. That's a pretty common Slovenian name. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like bony, like like you see, like Pope Boniface, right? Right. Bony face. <laughs> bony face. Bony face. It's an honorific in, mm-hmm. in Eastern Europe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many how many popes have been named? <laughs> Too many to count. <laughs> Too many to count. Only the one who put his dead rival on trial. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I was. Uh, <clears throat> wait, I had cause to be made aware of Richard the Second. 
yesterday. <laughs> and cause to be made aware. It was cause to be made aware of. Callie, uh, my wife and I will sometimes will sometimes watch. So was that double passive? <laughs> yeah, that's the double the double passive. That's one of my that's one of my go to moves. Yep, it reminds me of a line from the David Ber- Berman poem. It says, uh, it, it, "This isn't exactly right, but so insignificant." He he played a supporting role in his own life story. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah, the double the double to totally remove myself from from the course of events. No, we were watching. I was ashamed. I was not ashamed to to mention it, but um, we were watching uh, Great British Bake Off. But there was a there was a small bit on uh, Richard II, who I think became somewhat enamored of, obsessed with fine cuisine, and um, as a result, he started to raise taxes so that he could, you know, purchase more sugar uh, and other sort of uh, spices and ingredients that were you know, hard to come by in whatever this period was. And uh, as I say, he raised taxes, and this was not appreciated by the people, and eventually was not appreciated by other royals or other people of significance. So uh, he was, I guess, the equivalent of arrested and uh, locked away and starved to death was how they dealt with him, which cannot be a fun way to go. Yeah, starving to death seems, it's not how it is. No. I wonder, does that mean no water, too? Or would they give you water? I mean, I think with long? water, you, I mean, without water, you would die much sooner. So, so I, assume it, it, I assume it includes water just for purposes of prolonged suffering. Yeah, but then I guess I suppose you don't have to drink the water. I don't know. Listen, the the trading card brand that I was attempting to remember was Skybox, Dane. Ooh, that's yeah. Insane. So I think that you should uh, look up a Skybox basketball card. This is a fine trading card, Dane. Yeah. This is a new level of trading card. The Skybox basketball. I might card. eBay the shit out of that and get them. Yep. Yeah. Well, look for example. What am those. I looking at right here? I'm looking at a Gary Payton NBA draft Skybox card from 1991. I liked old Gary. There were some. Uh, these were fine. These were the. Uh, these were the cubic zirconia of um, of NBA trading cards. I believe it, Sicily. Yeah. I believe it. We have a uh, got some big news in the neighborhood. Oh, what's that? We have a pedestrian island. Right across the street. Now. <laughs> we can now cross the street <laughs> at much at much less peril than was the case before. A pedestrian island. So, what is it? Yeah. Does that get you out to halfway, or does it slow yeah, cars it gets down? You to halfway gets you to halfway, mm-hmm. so you don't have to uh, stand in the turning lane there. Now, do you do you have a view of the street from your apartment? I do. No. Were you able no. to observe? The- Craig Edwards can attest to the fact that I have a view. Oh, he knows exactly where you live. He does, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's all right, able, man. Were you able to observe the construction? I was, yeah. No, with interest, I assume. I would, uh, befitting a man of my age, I would occasionally stand at the window and study uh, <laughs> what they were doing. What, and as, I, would, as, I would say, oh, it looks like they are probably getting toward the end game here. I was just going to ask if you would, yeah. if you would provide yeah. commentary on the events without turning around. And see, this is here's here's the thrilling part of all this, Sicily. <laughs> no, well, I I, I yeah. can't believe that there's something more thrilling. <laughs> this is this is the white knuckled part of the story. <laughs> I didn't know what they were doing the first. whole time. Yeah, I was not. I did not have advanced knowledge of this uh, infrastructure improvement. 
Now, is that because you failed to attend some, some local council meetings? I, I probably did not read the Alderman's newsletter. <laughs> oh, no, you got to get into that. For that particular fortnight. <laughs> I just assumed, as is going on throughout Chicago, they were going to you know replace some sewer lines and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The first tell... Was that they were not? Was <laughs> that they were not tearing up anything to access something underground? Okay, they were actually building, not tearing down. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I thought, what could this be? Yeah. And probably the third day of work, I saw where a foundation was being laid for the little islands, and oh. I thought, praise be, it is a much needed pedestrian island. Thank you, Alderman Pawar. <laughs> Have you have you considered uh, uh, that was the climax of the story? That <laughs> no, I yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, I'm smoking a cigarette now. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> the denouement was yeah. as I as I watched them painting the lines around it. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I already knew what it was. Yeah. Now, were you? I, yeah. I'm going to assume you were watching with arms folded across your chest. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, yeah, I probably did. Either my, I, I may have had my hands gathered at my waist, <laughs> or folded. Folded. And I, and, and at one point they worked into the night after the time change. Okay. And I stood with a drink watching them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, hey, listen. Don't let my next comment imply to you that I'm anything less than riveted. By mm-hmm. uh, your description. Oh, wait, t- hold on. Before we're moving on, I was walking my kid to school. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, after the completion of this, okay. there's a crossing guard there. Mm. And we all often exchange pleasantries. Miss Joan is her name. And uh, we crossed for the first time using the pedestrian island. Yeah. And I looked at her as she was, you know, waiting to stop the other lanes of traffic on the far side of the pedestrian island. I said, hey, how about this? And she said, pretty nice. Okay. As you were saying? Now, was that the coda, Dane? Yes. I believe a coda is, is yeah. common. As, uh... Right. Yes. Yes. And then, the, and then there was a freeze frame. And it said, uh-huh. um, much like for Animal House, uh, there was uh, some text description about where the characters are now. Oh, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Dane Perry. Dean Perry currently has his hands folded across his chest, <laughs> inspecting as some some city workers tend to a local sewer. And as long as long as you don't fold that second hand under your upper arm, you can okay. hold a beer with your arms folded. Yeah, there's a way to do it. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it and, requires and, and some that's, practice. That's actually best practices when observing neighborhood construction. Yeah. Now, yeah. You don't just think if you're 21. You've you've just bought you know for the first or second time you bought beer legally down. Don't think you're going to crack yeah. one open and just be able to assume that position right away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to require some seasoning. Yeah. 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 You've got to you've got to put your time in. You've mm-hmm. got to get some tenure before you stand at your window observing construction. Not only just looking at it idly, but observing <laughs> it because it excites you. <laughs> Yeah, mumbling under your breath the the make and model of the various machines being used. <laughs> Look at that John Deere doing some doing business. Perhaps with perhaps with a perhaps with a model name and serial number. I gotta look up that municipal contract. See how much <laughs> they paid for those things. 
find a FOIA request. <laughs> Have you gotten into concerned citizen FOIA requests yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I uh, filed a FOIA request for an article I worked on. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. First of all, what are we? Sp- uh, how are we spelling this? F O I A. F O I A. Freedom of Freedom Information, of Information Act. Act. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was what not comes any- first, Dane? What comes first? Uh, is it is it the first gray hair, or the first the, the first application? The first FOIA request. <laughs> FOIA request. You're not uh, I depending on your job, you're not gonna be pension eligible until you file a FOIA request. <laughs> That's the first step. Yep. But I filed a FOIA request. Not because I really needed the material, just because it would be I thought, hey, it would be cool to add into this story according to documents obtained by blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So it was absolutely nothing I needed, so I didn't really care about it, but I was just doing it. And this was with like the uh, Illinois Stadium Authority or something. And uh, the person called me back and was like, ah, yeah, I got your request. Uh, how bad do you need that? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too. And I said, uh, well, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, it's, everything's a negotiation, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, that predates our electronic database. That's going to be in a box in a storage facility. And I just want to know how bad you need it. <laughs> and I said, not really all that bad. Yeah. He you says, didn't want to bum anyone and out. And he says that he makes a further leap. So we're good here? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, how much how much respect did you have for, for your, <laughs> your your fellow your fellow man that day? That's uh So we're good of- here. <laughs> I was in awe of the transparency. <laughs> so we're good here? We're good here. <laughs> You're not going to make me go through storage facilities? Yeah. 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 Was that in your capacity as a sports writer, Dane? That was in my capacity as a sports writer. I, now, Dane, were you, once again, were you deployed by CBS to uh, various postseason series? I was just doing that. Never well, just just the World Series. Just what's the going World on? Series. Hey, what's going on? What's I'm this? scratching my laptop. <laughs> Is that all right with you? Are we good here, Dave? It's, it's what I do. It's what I do when I get excited about infrastructure. <laughs> you can always tell. With yeah, Dean Barry. <laughs> it's like it's like a dog wagging his tail. Yeah, yeah. they call me old laptop scratcher. I am. I never. Uh, I will. I remain amazed, Dane. I've been amazed. Uh-huh. I, I have been amazed. Currently, am amazed, and will. I think will remain amazed uh-huh. that you are sent uh-huh. by a news organization uh-huh. to cover a baseball event in earnest. Okay. Let that, me ask you something before you before you continue with this line of line of thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you really want to open up the box du Pandora <laughs> of amazing career developments? <laughs> no, I you know, I don't totally, but can you can you tell me, Dane? Yeah. Can you tell me what it is, what services you rendered unto both your employers and the public 
uh, uh-huh. by virtue of your I was going to say your existence uh, by virtue of your presence at the World Series. Uh, I produced Dateline content. <laughs> Los Angeles M dash. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I did. Does that lend an air of authority? I filmed a video of Red Sox fans in Dodger Stadium celebrating their title. Okay. Yeah. I pulled quotes from transcripts <laughs> and worked them seamlessly into pieces I had already written. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, I, now I know. I took photos. <laughs> yeah. well, here's the real takeaway. Yeah. I've always been of the position that there's no such thing as bad pizza. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I, for, for yeah. the most part, I agree with that. I think we're on the same, yeah. And never before has this belief been tested. This was an Augustinian trial of the heart. <laughs> the Dodger Stadium pizza was absolute trash. Okay. Yeah. It tasted like tombstone pulled from the microwave and then bathed in salt. Yeah. And I ate it twice. <laughs> I ate it once. Ah, oh, this is terrible. Finished it. It's a giant slice. And the next day, all right, I'll get some more pizza. Even though this was terrible, yeah. the fact that I went back reaffirms the idea that there's no such thing as truly terrible pizza. Well, it's uh, interesting that you did that, Dane. It really is. I mean, does that say... Uh... You don't sound interested, i got to be honest well, here. Well, humans are... Aren't we supposed to sort of avoid uh, in situations where... You know, we've been injured or whatever. There's was what it classical conditioning, right? You, you are you su- injury? Are you suggesting I sue the Dodgers via Peter Francis Teresi? <laughs> I'm not telling you this is not a tort situation, Dane. <laughs> okay, but uh, but it sounds like it sounds like what you did was you you walked into a situation and uh, you weren't necessarily injured, you were certainly dissatisfied though. And then without changing, I may have been injured, Sistoli. How's that? This is pizza with salt on it. Oh, I mean, pizza certainly has salt. No, I mean, it's pizza. After the pizza's done, they put more salt on it. They put more salt on it. I'm sure of it. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I would personally get a lot of satisfaction out of suing the Dodgers. Yeah. Hey, get in line. <laughs> hey, class action. <laughs> Jeracy can take that case. <laughs> I'll insist that all the work is done out of the Taco Bell. <laughs> Well, I'll go to another. Look, I got a lot of choices in the personal injury lawyer space. Mm-hmm. If you don't do this work out of the Taco Bell location, I'm going elsewhere. <laughs> if I see the Dodgers, it's going to be out of an old Taco Bell. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's where Geraci houses his his most capable associates. When you receive. When you receive the, the the former Taco Bell assignment, you know that you are at the top of the Geraci the Geraci firm depth chart. Yeah, you are the Taco ace of Bell. you are the ace of that squad. I got the Taco Bell clerkship, <laughs> and then he served me a Mexican pizza with salt on it. I have an update that is in terms of uh, the degree to which it will stir your your imagination dane all right uh it's uh, along the same lines as your your pedestrian island okay 
But this is well, a recent I, I development. I doubt it's that big. But go you're ahead. right. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not that big. Okay. But we had a little incident. Uh, we had a little daycare incident recently. My wife, Ooh. when she arrived, hashtag hashtag <laughs> daycare incident. When my wife arrived yesterday to pick up my son at daycare, she was informed that she would have to fill out some paperwork because there was a biting incident. Oh, yes. And, All right. Uh, now, upon hearing Jackie that, Jackie Chompers. <laughs> Well, no. Oh, he was the victim. He was the victim. Jurassic time. <laughs> and uh, there was there was a real mark. Yeah, he got bit on the back. Apparently, wow, the there, back. Apparently, there was a, a little bit of do a, that. There was a scuffle between uh, <laughs> between my son. <laughs> apparently, there is in the day in the daycare in in his room. Uh, there is there is a truck, there is a toy truck that is most prized, <laughs> and apparently there was a scuffle over the truck. Hell yeah! And then, uh, <laughs> dude, if you t- get if you get bit in a fight, that means you won. <laughs> if you if you reduce the other dude to biting you, you won that fight. Yeah. Well, that was it. There is actually a section on the paperwork. It says, do you understand what's happened? Yes. Do you understand understand what's happened? Your child has been declared the winner of this bout. (laughs) Yeah. Here's his tiny championship belt. I have to tell you, and and I assume that there are parents who do not share this. When I was informed there was a biting incident and that my son (laughs) had been bitten, I felt a wave of relief. Uh, yeah, that that he was not the biter. Yeah, I do not right. need, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure that this possibility that this, you know, that the opposite will be true in the future. I do not need a biting problem. No, no, nobody wants that. No, that's no. just not. It's just, nope. I mean, I, I nobody wants a little ass like, like that. Yeah, that was that would have been uh, difficult. I don't know. Did yeah. you ever, did you ever have? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you ever did daycare. No, we never did daycare. Because you were so, you're such a good father that you just took care of your son the whole time. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Taught him about pedestrian islands. Now, did uh, was he as thrilled with the pedestrian island as you were? No. Oh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in this city is as thrilled as I was. <laughs> Have you written any letters to the editor? But he does. Uh, you know, he does. Uh, he appreciates that it lets him cross that main street unattended so yeah so oh so now you're more you're more willing to do that at this point we, we're already uh kind of weaning him off uh us being everywhere you know as a walkie-talkie type thing to communicate with us okay but the one hold up was crossing this busy street where there's no light or no stop sign and you know drivers are idiots as a general rule mm-hmm. now this sort of alleviates those concerns yes. Thank you again, Alderman Pawar, for what you've done for my family. Have you ever considered running for an alder position? No. Okay. If elected, I will not serve. Seems like a lot of, lot of like, you have to go to a lot of breakfasts and stuff. Right. That would be my hesitation. You probably like you have don't. To, you have to go to a lot of early meetings, and I'm just not doing that. You prob- Yeah, you probably don't have a lot of control over your time. Right. And I, I need that. <laughs> Some, I mean, you might because you are uh, you're an important baseball writer, Dane. Yeah, and it I mean, might, uh, might ultimately. I traveled to the playoffs. You did. You traveled to the playoffs. Now, sorry, can you yeah. remind me again of the sort of uh, crack coverage you provided? Of uh, I believe I've already told you what I did. 
I for, yeah, but I it, uh, for, we talk, we discussed so much. It's, it's I ate some pizza. <laughs> That's right. Now, did you <laughs> did you discuss uh, the pizza at any public forum? I uh, know this is the this is sort of the debut of that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> this is an exclusive to Fangraphs. This is uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Enjoy those clicks, Appleman. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you uh, is that what you you tell him every time uh, I post a, an addition to Fangraphs Audio? Every time he sends me my five thousand dollar monthly check for doing this podcast, I tell him enjoy those clicks, Appleman. Yeah. Hey, you. Uh, speaking of of your work being featured in actual publications, uh-huh. uh, your young Charlie Manuel piece, I believe, was featured at uh, what the Best American Poetry Blog. Thanks to your expert facilitation. Yes. Yeah, I think, uh, and well, uh, yeah, I only facilitated my uh, my friend Justin Jamil, who himself has a book of poems available to the public. Which um, I plan to purchase, by the way. Sure, that's the extent to which I will advertise on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, like most of my friends, I detest him. Okay. Um, Did you know him from your days at a lesser Ivy? Yes, that's in fact where we met. Okay. And uh, he, uh, yeah, but I've always, uh, well, we've gotten along for some time and um I admire, if not his talent for writing poems, at least his enthusiasm for reading them. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and his ability, you know. That, that, would be a, that would be a good blurb to put on this book. Yeah. But he actually approached me. He said, uh, would it be possible to get Dane involved in this? Ah, yeah. How about that? No, I had, uh, I had really little to do with it at that point. I would have advised him to the contrary if I'd had my any say. But uh, he seemed determined, and so I put you guys in touch. Pedestrian Island and... Poetry career advancement. What a year! What a, what a what a twenty eighteen. Yeah, tell you yeah. what. Yep, makes everything else worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about family day? They're good. I like my family. Yeah, you're good. Uh, any trips to, to Omaha? We'll be we'll be spending takes, and this is what the readers. I mean, this is what the listeners are interested in. Obviously, yeah. our holiday plans. Yeah, we will be uh, spending Thanksgiving in Mississippi. Leave mm-hmm. on Saturday. We'll drive as far as South Haven, which is just outside Memphis. South Haven, which state? Mississippi. Just oh, cross the that? line. Just cross the line. You can get there in one day with some ease? Yeah, this is just across the Tennessee line. So Okay. About eight hours. Oh, that's not so bad. It's a hotel. It's a residence inn with a basketball goal, which pleases my child. Mm-hmm. Let him burn off some steam after sitting in the car. A basketball goal, Dane? What? A basketball goal. What would you call it, Stilly? A hoop? Get the f*** out of here with a hoop. Have you attended any Chicago Bulls games in person? Uh, yes, we've been to one this season. That's I've, I uh, sometimes observe that you you seem to be taken with the, that basketball team. I, I uh, they're they're trash, but I love them. Okay, yeah, I've not necessarily followed their them in the last couple of years. What what uh, they've had decent pieces in recent years, haven't they? Does that mean good players? Yeah, they they have a uh, they have a core right now of uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Whom I love deeply. What's his name? Sorry, Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, okay. Did he play college ball somewhere? Uh, well, we're overlooking that. He went to Duke. Oh, okay. I'm, we've moved on. We've both moved on from that. Okay. Uh, Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine is a is a high jump. All, all he does is score. He does doesn't play great defense, but okay. we can overlook that. And Laurie Markkinen, who's injured but very good. I'm I'm, I'm excited about the future, Stewie. Okay. Didn't Zach Levine win some kind of? Uh... Did he win a he dunk won contest? Slam dunk at some contest point? At some yeah. Point, yeah. yeah. I figured if someone who once wrote a feature on Russell Westbrook, you would know more about the NBA. 
I have known about it, Dane. Now, Zach Levine is averaging 27 points per game right now. Yeah. He's that, not, that, not, not shooting great from the field, but yeah, he's definitely a volume scorer. Yeah, it looks like he's a volume scorer. Yeah. That far exceeds anything he's done in the past. Well, he's he hasn't been the guy before, so. Three-point shooting is kind of mediocre. I, I recognize that it's, in a, uh, it's in a very interesting time for the NBA right now. There are some improbable talents in the league. I honestly enjoy watching NBA as much as I enjoy watching baseball these days. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just yeah. pointing it out. Oh. Yeah. And I watch a lot of both, Stooley. Do you? Yeah. You got a good setup there? Yeah. Have you ever used the word man cave? No, I hate that <laughs> term. So dumb. It's like HGTV, everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> off. Man cave. <laughs> out of here. Anyway, I heard I uh, what's his name? Alter, Alder, uh, Alder Poya, Poya, Alder, Alderman Pawar done Alderman an excellent Pouar. job. I believe he is running for county treasurer. Okay, because he promised to serve. I believe only two terms as alderman. You you do you appreciate that kind of integrity? I I am I am happy with his work. Yes. Okay. I I understood that he that he has uh, taken strides. Uh, at least to make it illegal to to use the word band cave in the Chicago land area, is that right? <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I'm I'm all for liberty, Sestouli. Yeah, I know you are. So I would not support that particular measure. Okay. But I do support street justice on those who use man cave to excess. Yeah. To excess? Yeah. You think it has a place then? What? You think it has a place? You said to excess, but I mean, so what constitutes excess? It has um, a place to distinguish me as someone who doesn't say that. Oh, I see. You are the sort of person who does not say man cave. Right. And that is the extent to which you'll tolerate. I never, really, I never really felt anything. I never really felt one way or the other about it before uh-huh. I started like watching HGTV as background noise. Yeah. And now every, every second episode of House Hunters or whatever, there's some guy who, ah, I guess man cave. What does it do? Uh, it's, it's a fucking basement, or it's an attic. It's not a man cave. It's a right. It's a typically it's a finished basement with at least a television, right? I, I just I hate this like idea that I don't know. Oh, your wife and children are so oppressive that I need this place where they can't go. Shut the f- up. Do your f- job. <laughs> man cave. <laughs> I'm gonna get Jeracy to sue the f- man caves. I'm gonna sue the actual rooms, not the people. You know, now I'm interested. I mean, you have this sample size of one, Dane, in terms of uh, Geraci's offices. But ha- do we know that he hasn't maybe uh, supplanted other fast food restaurants? Uh, if, if he, if he, <laughs> if he has a suite of refurbished Taco Bells, <laughs> then I'm going to file a nuisance suit against you just so I can do business with him. <laughs> just on principle now would that be within his jurisdiction yeah i mean uh, i feel like like in the past you're these at marathon length anthony jeselnik jokes that you that i've thrust upon you me. yeah and i feel like uh i feel like that's grounds for legal action yeah that's uh, there might be a statute of limitations on that it's been a while since i've done that no 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 that's felonious assault well, you know, as it's if as it's been, one thing I know, it's comedy law. <laughs> as it's been revealed in this episode, there's nothing that you enjoyed. What are you doing, Dane? I'm filling up my water. 
There's nothing that, you, stay hydrated. that you enjoy that you enjoy more than getting on your getting on uh, some of your nicer clothes. Yeah, yeah. Taking yeah. taking the train downtown. Yeah. And watching some comedy improv at Second uh-huh. City. Well, it's not downtown, but okay. Oh, where is? It? I don't know where it is actually. It's in Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Would you need to cross the? Would you need to cross over the to the pedestrian island? I guess you could call it Old Town. It's sort of on the border there. Okay. I will say this: my favorite bar, the Old Town Ale House, is uh, convenient to Second City. Now, have you ever been to Second City? No. Okay. Have you ever been to the Old Town Ale House? I just said it was my favorite bar, which implies that I've been there. Yeah. You've been there. I think I have. Yeah. I think I was a little bit sick when I was there. That's what I remember. If I'm not mistaken, you got some Taco Bell. Mm, that does not sound like me. I might have gotten some food, but I don't think it was Taco Bell. I mean, it was Chipotle, which is just a lesser IVs Taco Bell. Yeah, I probably it, it, there is a distinction in my head. I'm not saying it's warranted, uh, and it, yeah. so it might have been Chipotle. Yeah. Okay. yeah, fair enough. Do you think that it yeah, would be a bold move that. by one of Geraci's direct competitors to start taking over former Chipotle locations? No, I think Culver's is probably the way to go. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now, let's see. Let's look at the time. Oh, Dane. Oh, well, first of all, I, I neglected to bring this to your attention. Um, uh-huh. As we talked, I sent you via our recording apparatus here. Okay, let me look. I sent you three links. All right. And uh, they des- I think they re- they merit your attention. If you would like to provide some commentary to the images you see here. Okay, I will. Kurt all Ramis. I'll say is that these are skybox. Uh, oh, look at Kurt. Who do you got? T- tell us what you see, Dane. Kurt Ramis, Skybox. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the shorts are the opposite of plunging. <laughs> they are. Uh, uh, I would I would call these shorts a rumor of war. <laughs> uh, he's got the uh, dark rim goggles. Yeah, he is uh, very much in a buffalo stance, <laughs> and it looks like he's wearing wrestling boots as opposed to basketball <laughs> high tops. Yeah, and there's some modern art behind him. There is, yes, yes. Yeah. I believe that is a uh, Scritti Politi album cover behind him. <laughs> if not that, then yeah. I, bl- I I think it might be from the opening credits of uh, of the Poirot uh, the Poirot series that, that was broadcast on BBC. <laughs> this is sort of a, uh, I would call this aesthetic mind blowing geometry. <laughs> Here's a real question: Is it art, Dane? Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's art. By the way, by the way, speaking of this, I was watching by my own choice. Yeah, okay. I was watching the Marquette Bethune Cookman game the other day. <laughs> Dane, Dane, what? Scratch your computer if you if you were held captive to watch. <laughs> so, Stooley, I was starved for basketball. Okay, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. And there was a gentleman. I tweeted about him. Okay. Let me... Uh, Matter of public record. Good to know. Let me fire up this tweet for reference. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll drop it in here. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of my tweets blew up, so it's going to take me a while to scroll <laughs> through my mentions <laughs> here. Yeah. I was dropping some, dropping some takes on the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ta-da. So I'm just going to kind of talk you through these as I go through them here. Yeah. Now, I don't have to look at them at the same time, do I? No, you don't. You don't. In fact, I insist you don't. Yeah, I have no interest in doing it. Yeah, I'm going to get to these soon. This is relevant to the uh, Kurt Rambis look. Got to be happening soon here. 
It's okay. Crack editor Dylan Higgins has likely taken care of your um. Oh, that's see now that that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now the uh, the photography is not good because this was a hurried photo of my television. Okay. But this gentleman who was named Wally Parks, which is a very good name, and his and his role is one one more time. He plays for Bethune Cookman. Okay. He's a big. He wears goggles and short shorts that are plucked from another better era. <laughs> I dropped the link in. I think you should appreciate it. Now, let, allow me to observe. Sorry, his name is one more time. Wally Parks. Wally Parks. Which is an excellent name. Yeah. Number three for Bethune Cookman. The shorts, I can see now, the image is a bit obscured. Right. It's not a great image, admittedly. But he does have goggles on as well. Which is great. I right now, they sort of they sort of look like the like LeVar Burton a, Star Trek goggles. LeVar but, Burton is the exact comp I was going to make. Yeah, there's some yeah, sort of But laser. they're not. They're not. That's just bad photography on my part. Now, I will they're say, just, too, I see a number four on Bethune-Cookman to the right of uh, the screen here. Yeah. In the mise-en-scene, if I yeah. may. And yeah. uh, his shorts are also, I think, on the short side. Is this Not the, as short as Wally Park's shorts. Okay. These are... These are these don't even get Wally Park's shorts. Don't even get to mid thigh. Now, do you think that, um, given what you know about him, Wally Parks mm-hmm. might have a future as as an alder person? This is the kind of man who would uh, who would push a pedestrian out and through the through the engines of bureaucracy. <laughs> so now he does not. He's not always had such short shorts. Dane can confirm. Oh, are you doing an internet search? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing some some of my own due diligence over here. Did you file a FOIA request with (laughs) Bethune We good here, Dane? Uh, (laughs) I've sent you, I think, as a data email. No, that's not anything. I've sent you nothing. I've sent you nothing. Bad. Look at this unwieldy hot link. (laughs) That's very long. That's very long. Yeah, was it a hot link or is it a German word? One one never knows. That's the German word for the very specific sort of shame you feel when you uh, return a library book late. And that's what that word You need word to means. do this 2004 style and go to a link shortening <laughs> Is that 2004 still? Uh, I think that's, I don't know. It seems like, a, it seems like the mid-2000s is when we were using link shortening things. I feel like I have shortened things in the meantime. I, I feel you probably have. now that... Probably have. Oh, no, I don't. I can't send it to you anyway. Dane, if I, I know that you want this to end, I do. So, I do. Uh, could you could you just take a look at these two other Eric Scott? Lechner? Eric yeah. Lechner. What does he do in there? Would you say? I would First say all, he's trying not to get his shit blocked by Otis Thorpe, uh, or he's rebounding over Otis Thorpe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It looks like, looks like to me, it looks like he's adjusting midair for a shot. You think so? Yeah, because Otis Thorpe looks in a. Looks to be in a defensive stance there. What do you think about that shot? It looks it looks like the uh, the over the head shot. The ball has come to him mm-hmm. from a, perhaps somewhere from outer space because of the. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's traveled through space to get to him. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, it He's looks like it's been. Yeah, it's just like it looks like it's been spit out of that black hole looking thing. Well, there's a black hole right behind him. Yeah. 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 So this is a. Uh, this is going to be the rare. You see, like points in the paint, mm-hmm. points in the paint via time travel. <laughs> is what this is going to be if he makes. Well, the you shot. look. It's unfortunate they don't show the back of the cart, but that's one of the yeah. metrics they include. 
Yeah. Ahead of their time, Skybox. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. take a look at the uh, let's take a look at the last one here. And the last one I've sent you here. <laughs> oh, Tim McCormick. Tim McCormick. We've got a knee brace. It is. Yeah. This is. I don't know if to what degree you've ever followed tennis. It, it's fine if you haven't. There was a player in the '90s. There was an American player whose name was Aaron Crickstein. Okay. And uh, I believe Aaron Crickstein was regarded as a as a, a promising name. American talent, but um, I don't know if it's—I don't know if he was ever seen in public uh, without uh, a double knee brace situation. Um, <laughs> he always had them, and it, I, you know, I don't know when or where it happened, but there was a time. There was, there was just like a, a year. There's just a time when all of a sudden knee braces became understated, and yeah. But before that, they were these large. Oh yeah. Immobilizing. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they were like, like gauges and valves on the side. And <laughs> yes, they were basically yeah. like, yeah, right. It was, it was like a, it was like a steampunk invention. <laughs> you could take it off, and it would double as your HVAC system at home, <laughs> <laughs> and remove radon from your basement. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radon what... expelling knee brace. <laughs> And that's that's what that's what Aaron. You know, this this is sad. This happens to people in terms of legacy. If you do a Google image search for Aaron Crickstein, half of the images are of Jimmy Connors. <laughs> and uh, it's not a bad legacy. No, I think he I think he lost to Jimmy Connors during one of the latter's uh, sort of notable yeah. U.S. Open runs. What? How would you describe Jimmy Connors? Sounds like an alderman. It's an alderman's name. Yeah, he would do. Yeah. Uh, he knows the foreman. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sending you a link, Dane. How would you describe this look? This is a okay. this is a look that Aaron Crickstein sported. Aaron in, Crickstein. In 1999. Whoa, look at that. <laughs> wow. Man, I don't know. How did he get... A lot of body like, in the hair. Uh, yeah, the hair is... It's like only the top is like that. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, is is the uh, headband pushing his hair up like that? That's, I think uh, there might, must be some up, upward, upwardly mobile... Force. Yeah, that's uh Yeah. It's helmet like, right? Yeah, it's uh I don't know, that's 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 I gotta sit with this one for a while. Yeah. If you sit with um if you if you if you think Pat you Cash think... had some had some tennis hair as I recall. Oh yeah, Pat Cash I think he might have been an Australian. Yeah, I think he was. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Yeah. He did he did some winning. He did some winning. Yeah, he won Wimbledon one year, I think. Yeah, he also had that uh yeah, the black and white checkered headband, I think was a signature of Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, bands looking thing. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We're 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 on the same page here still. Yeah, Pat Cash. He was good. Yeah, some good right. years. All right, Dane. You have uh, fulfilled your obligation to Fangraphs Audio. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, we'll touch on a few things our next conversation. Since there's there's yeah. no reason that, that we won't be doing this again. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, what do you think? Well, can you can you guarantee the listeners right now we'll have another episode? Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we had another episode, Dane. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you guarantee it? Though? I mean, there's no. Do you foresee any reason we wouldn't record again next month as usual? Uh, you know, I'm not in the, I'm not in the business of giving guarantees. Uh, right. Well, I mean, I to the extent, yeah, I mean, obviously nothing in this world is guaranteed, but there's no nothing out of the ordinary that would prevent us from doing this again next month, right? So, you know, Dane, uh, uh, yeah. there's so so much unexpected in life, you know? I know. I, I, like I said, I've already, I've already discounted the usual, you know, chances that, Things happen, and I feel like you're trying to steer me into something, Dane. And uh, nope, you know, I'm, I'm not. I, I feel like you're coercing me. I'm not. And it's uh, I'm generally suspicious of you, and even more suspicious now. 
You still a Red Sox fan? You behind the? Are you behind? Are you outside my house? Is that what's happening right now? Yep. See, I knew it. Peeing in your gas tank. <laughs> Jokes on you. No, I guess no. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Jokes on you, Dane. My yeah. gas tank was already filled with urine. Oh, yeah. About that. All right. All right. I'm gonna get on with my day. All right. Well, uh, stick around for a moment, Dane. We can have some chatter. We'll just have some light chatter afterwards. Like yeah, we'll sort of put down the roadmap for the next episode next month. That has been uh, Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball. I'm Carson Sestouli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio. 